Hola, my name is Lucia Diaz. I'm the host of the Art of Representation podcast. The focus of this podcast is to make sure that Latinas see themselves in the world, feel represented and celebrated. I'm super excited to interview the, some of the most incredible Latina leaders within our community. Uh, we're gonna find out about their journey, how they got to where they are, and most importantly, how we can get there as well. So tune in. Uh, hola, hola, hola. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Representation. I am so excited to have my BFF and money girlfriend and queen, Adriana, on the podcast. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. Can you please, instru- can you please yes, introduce yourself? Yes, absolutely. First of all, thank you so much, Lucia, for having me on. I'm so excited. I've been like counting down all month. So thank you. Thank you. So um, to introduce myself, I am Adriana Galvan. I am the owner and founder of Adriana Talks Dinero, which is a financial literacy platform where I do free money content through social media. I do money coaching. I do financial literacy workshops, um, kind of, you know, all the things to really empower and to really talk about money. Um, so I'm super excited to be here and to talk about money and finances and just women empowerment around money. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Muchas gracias, Ariana, for um, seriously accepting this invitation. I've been so inspired by your journey. Every time I see like your investment goals and you crushing them and hitting them and then even like we slide into each other's DMs and talk about the type of investments that we have. Like it's so great to talk about money with another Latina like it's so hard when our you know our families or the way we were raised Mm -hmm. at least me it was always like a taboo subject so let's get get straight into it so where are you from like where's your family from where did you get started so I am from the Chicagoland area so the northwest suburbs of Chicago um you know so I'm always in and out of the city and my mom um, is from Tamaulipas, so she's from Novo Ladero, which is a border town. She came over at nine months old, and my papi is from Oaxaca. Um, he's from Las Tienegas y Matlan, Oaxaca, and um, he came over at 23, and essentially his journey was that he came over because he ran out of money for school. Very intelligent man, was going to school for engineering. Um, unfortunately, you know, finances weren't there for his family. So he came over to work really hard and he actually fell in love with my mom and he stayed here. And that's why, um, whenever I talk to someone, they're like, oh, you know, you're Mexican, but from where? And I let them know from where they're like, oh, you're kind of like a mutt because you have one from the North and one from the South, but it's like the best of both worlds. Um, I really love going back to Mexico and, and things like that. So I am the first born daughter. Um, it is two of us. It's myself and my little brother. And, you know, really where my journey started was, you know, as an, a child of immigrants, you're drilled in your head. You need to go to school. You, you know, you need to do all the good things and, you know, have a way to make a living to support yourself and, you know, the family and whatnot. So um, 
I ended up going to school. I would, when I was choosing that road to college, I thought international business because I love to travel and started learning more about it. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to do international business. So I ended up going into human resources um, because it's the perfect marriage of business, people, and law. So it was like the three things that I really enjoyed. So I'm like, let's do this. So I went ahead, went to my local community college, which if anyone's going to school or thinking about it, go to community college. I left there without any debt. I didn't get you know, student loan debt till um, I went on for uh, to finish my bachelor's and for my double MBA. Um, and then from there, I went to a local um, college. I went to the adult program at my local university so I could work full time while I went to school um, just because of, you know, finances. I, I was very, thankfully, my parents always supported us financially, but you know, you always have that guilt, especially if you are a child that grew up during the Great Recession and you saw mommy and papi really struggling. Um, my father is an entrepreneur himself, so I really saw that struggle and how, you know, it was getting really hard. And I had a lot of guilt in saying, you know, I want to go to a prestigious university. I'm like, no, I'm going to sacrifice as well and go to my local university, which was a lot cheaper. Um, and I still stayed at home with my parents at that time. So um, finished that. Uh, I knew that I wanted to get my master's degree. And um, I was like, I was talking to someone in HR because I was already in HR for a little bit. I just started and someone told me after a while you get burnt out in human resources just with all the people. So I took that as a sign and and I went into business administration. So I did a double uh, MBA. So I did human resources and general business um, at a college out on the south side of Chicago. I went to St. Xavier University. Um, and during that process of going to school, um, you have to take the GMAT. So like the entrance um, test in order to get into your grad school. So the first time I took it, I'm a horrible test taker. I did really bad. So I had to take it again. And, you know, applied to a bunch of universities. I got into all of them. And that's when I had to start playing with numbers. So um, there were schools that were going, I was going to go into six figures of debt for just for one MBA. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up with St. Xavier because um, for half that price, I was leaving with two. So I'm like, we're going over there. Yeah. So I'm like, nope, I'm going over there. Uh, small classes and I don't have to deal with that much debt and I can, you know, pay a little bit, you know, as much as I can as I uh, go to school. So um, I and really where the inspiration, you know, started coming was as I've grown in human resources what no one tells you is that you see the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows of people's lives. Um, you know, someone would come in and they'd be super happy on a Monday and then they'd come in crying on a Friday because they were diagnosed with breast cancer or, you know, a family member passed yeah. away. And mm. that's kind of where like the seed started getting sowed, I would say. Um, I started seeing you know, deaths, and I started seeing people getting sick, and I started, you know, seeing people not ready for retirement and things like that, and I'm like, something's got to give, and I'm going to mm -hmm. start being a little bit more conscientious with my money. Of course, when you begin your career, you're kind of on the low end of, of pay and whatnot, um, and then once I finished my bachelor's, I 
left the company I was with because there was a a change in in guards, I guess you can kind of say, in management, and I just wasn't liking it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I got to go. So I got a job. Ended up I was in – I got myself in a worse situation that I left, but the pandemic hit. And um, mom ended up getting um, cervical cancer too. No, it's okay. She's good and well now. She was in high spirits of the whole thing. But I said to myself, I have to stick around here because if I need to take – FMLA, which is the Family Medical Leave Act, to take care of mom, I'm able to because I've been here for a year. Um, But, you know, I would go to work and it was just a toxic work environment. And I said to myself, and you know, when mom got sick, I got to do something. So I started hoarding my money. So I ended up saving Mm. up nine months worth of living expenses by that same November. And I put in a three weeks notice and I told my boss, hey, I'm out of here. Like, I'm not happy here. Mm -hmm." I said, I'm going. And he's like, where are you going? And I'm like, well, nowhere. I'm just going to go chill at home until I find something. Luckily, I found something within a week and ended up starting with them right away. I was super happy there. Um, and ended up being that nine months in, they broke the news that they're closing that facility. And I had to lay off over 140 people along with myself at the end. And that was like the trigger of Adriana Toxinero. And I remember seeing the faces. I, I had to announce this to everybody in Spanish because I was the only one of the only people that spoke English and Spanish. There was very few of us, but the the president of, of the business was saying the news in English, and here I was translating it in Spanish, and midway I start crying. And like about 75% of my employees were Spanish-speaking immigrants from other countries, and they like just started crying along with me, and you can just see the fear in their face because they're not only supporting themselves and their family here, but they're supporting their family and their countries as well. So, um, you know, I really took that time to try to empower them, to really connect them with, you know, other organizations in the community to help them with resume building, to help them with English as a second language classes, any sort of, um, you know, free sort of you know, food banks and things like that to kind of help them along and also educate them on unemployment because none of us has been on unemployment. Um, you know, being of, you know, of a Latina background, you're always taught you work, you work, you work, um, no matter what. And they had that very much same mindset. And, you know, at that point, I was just, you know, kind of going through the motions. And thankfully, I took it upon myself to go to therapy right away once I heard the news and I'm like I still have insurance I'm gonna go to therapy and I did just that because what no one tells you when you get laid off is you have this identity crisis that who and what you are is tied so much to what your work title is and you get so embarrassed if you get laid off so I took that upon myself and I'm like I have to make sure that all of me is going to be okay in this process because I can't pour into all of these cups if I am not full. So um, everything, you know, ended up happening, kind of went off without a hitch. I still talked to a few individuals that got laid off as well and everyone ended up landing. But, you know, that was the huge eye opener and like 
you know, my employees are not ready for this. They're not ready to lose their Mm -hmm. income. And thankfully I've, you know, I wasn't forced out the door at the last job. It was my decision, but I kind of knew what to do and it was to educate them on knowing what to do for the next step. And, you know, as I've had, you know, money conversations with people and things like that, I'm like, there is a huge need, especially for my Latinas to talk about money. And, you know, you go into conversations of, you know, women empowerment, you go into conversations of like, you know, domestic violence or, you know, cheating, you know, partners or whatnot. And, you know, I can say myself, when I was young, I got engaged when I was 18 years old. And he cheated on me. And I had, you know, enough strength and enough self-love to say, this is not for me. Like, if you're going to disrespect me in that way, I'm going to leave. And I had options. Mm -hmm. I know that there's women in my position that don't have those options. And it breaks my heart. So it's really trying to change the trajectory for our community and really trying to, I guess, kind of use money as a weapon against the patriarchy, too. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I love that. Um, But yeah, I mean, to me, it's so so many. Okay, first of all, a lot to unpack right there because... I resonate with you 1 million percent. I don't know if there's a, a higher number, a billion, a trillion percent resonated with everything that you said. And for me, Adriana, well, first off, let's let's talk about college. Yeah. I went to a four-year art college. If I could do it all over again, I'd probably go to Italy and study there because it would be less expensive than taking out worth of loans for an art school and if you could go to community college anybody that's listening go to community college do it even if it's just for your bachelor's it's okay like it's it doesn't at the end of the day it's more about the skills that you have and possess than where you went to school sometimes people are like oh I have to get into Harvard and Yale Okay, but you get into that those schools and you have six figure debt. What and do you I, do? You yeah, know, and I will say on that other side of the table, right? Because I'm in human resources, so I'm recruiting people all day and all night, all yeah. day every day. I don't care where you went to school. I just care that you have that piece of paper because it doesn't mm. matter. And this is me, and this is, and you know, I've been in HR for ten years. That's my nine to five. I don't care where you went to school. I just care that you had the determination and the will to finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that, I mean, you couldn't have said it better yourself because, like, it's true. Like, a lot of people drop out. A lot of people can't finish. Mm-hmm. For me, I was in a position my senior year of school where my dad got laid off from his job. And I felt guilty going to school. I felt like shit because here's my brother coming right after me and every like you know his chances of like my dad helping him are gone and so I was about to quit I was about to get you know just throw in the towel go back to Miami and and go work and figure it out but uh, my one of my teachers Mr. Teal was like you're at the finish line you're your senior year you have two semesters left like you could do it and I'm so happy that he did that he like pushed me he's like go for it 
But that guilt oh, I know. that you feel as a first generation mm-hmm. Latina, it's real. It, is. it like reels, re- re- rears its little ugly head in the back of your head, and you're like, oh, like I feel I terrible. Know. But at the end of the day, like we've gone so much further than our, all of our ancestors yeah. combined, and they want us to succeed. They want us to keep going, and I think you know, knowing that my grandmothers didn't even couldn't even graduate so you know couldn't even pass second grade because they just didn't have the resources in where they grew up in Colombia in a rural country farm like they didn't have money to go to high school or go to college or get a master's so hearing that you got two masters for the price of one I think it is so brilliant and amazing and incredible and I wish, you know, I wish I would have known about, like, community colleges way before, like, and known that it's okay not to spend the four years or even just go to a community college altogether because student debt is crushing and it's real. And it took me, like, 12 years to pay it off. And I wish I would have been able to invest that money 12 years ago. So we'll... um, jump on over to your career oh that man talk about the trauma that you went through it's a lot and I look back I'm I'm 32 I'm gonna be 33 in October and I think what a life have I lived already in my career like and you know and there's so many times in my career that like has been so pivoting or so everlasting Mm -hmm. There's one story, and this is, like, kind of where, like, my investing story really started because I'm, like, I am not going yeah. to work until I'm 65. And it's – No, no, ma'am. No, you and me are going to yes. be traveling Yes, we're going to be, like, little viejitas on a yacht somewhere. <laughs> yes. Partying with yes. Um, But I had a gentleman at one of my jobs, and um, it was like a 24 hour operation. So he was on the night shift. So I rarely saw him. I would come in every other week to work. Like it was like a 3 PM to midnight shift just so I can be there for them. And, um, I made my rounds and I spoke, I was talking to him and he started getting Mm -hmm. like very emotional and I'm like, what's wrong? And he said, you know, my wife passed away a few months ago and I'm so close to retirement. And I don't even know what I worked all these years for if she's gone. And I just wanted to bawl my eyes out because it's so true. Because we work and work and work in order to believe that our loved ones are, or even ourselves are going to make it in, you know, 40 years. And that is not a promise. You know, unfortunately, the only promise that we have in this lifetime is that we are going to go on, you know, we're going to pass away and then whatever our beliefs are. And I wanted to bawl my eyes out in front of him because it's like, it's so true. And he said, he's my, my only motivation is my grandbaby that was just born like a month ago. And I'm like, well, you know, thank goodness that he has at least that, but imagine like you're at 65 and he was an immigrant he was a polish gentleman here in chicago we have a lot of polish um descents and he's like i worked all that for what and i'm like oh my god i did not think i was gonna be crying at my like 10 o'clock shift but like girl how (laughs) scared was you right now i just it's a lot 
it's it, a lot. It hits me yeah. hard. It hits me hard because, like, you know, um. Oh. I wish I could give you a hug. <laughs> I wish I could give you a hug too. Um, while I was in Seattle working for a corporation that we, um, that that basically I'm, you know, I was working twenty four seven. I was on the mm-hmm. clock. I was working weekends. I was working late nights. Um, my husband had a heart attack, mm-hmm. and I felt so guilty that I was working so hard for us to build a, a like life. a you know to buy a house yeah. to have have kids and for me to even think that I could lose him at yeah. any moment was it's scary so hard and it's so scary and people don't realize like life is not assured like the things that society expects from us that's not that's not the goal. The goal is to spend as much time with the people that yes. you love and care about and travel and travel while you're yes. young and travel when oh you my can. Gosh, yes. And now wait till you're 65 to go on a freaking no, cruise. And, con no, and let me tell you, you even know, you like, talking about that. So I yeah. did a solo trip on my 28th birthday. I said to myself, in my 20s, I am going somewhere in the world that I don't know the language. I don't know anybody. I don't know the culture. Yeah. So I took my happy butt over to Morocco. My papi was oh, pissed. Yes. Let me tell you, my papi's like, how are you going to go to Africa all by yourself? And I'm like, you're not going. Like, you're not going. So <laughs> I found a travel group that was like ages like 18 to 30 to something. And I took myself. I'm like, Papi, you're not allowed to go. You're too old anyway. And he's like, ay, pero como? Uh, so no. I went and I'm That's so, so thankful I went. Like, I, I tell everybody, do one solo trip in your lifetime, especially the ladies, especially the Latinas. You have to do that. But nonetheless, we went Absolutely. to the Sahara Desert. We spent the night there. Yeah. And oh. we took Camel back. And we were, so it's like a bunch of different tour groups, right? Because it's a tour, yes. tourist attraction. And we were the youngest ones. So we get to the bottom of the sand dunes. And us young people, we made our way all the way up. Now, let me tell you, like, I was pretty fit in those days. I was doing cycling and stuff like that. I only made it halfway because, ooh, going up, uh, (laughs) like, those dunes. I would have been with you. I would have been, like, rolling down. I'm like, F this. This is beautiful enough. I'm going to take my pictures right here. (laughs) And the rest of the girls went all the way up. And I'm like, you know, more power to you. You ladies go. So they Mm. went. But the people who were older and they waited till, quote, unquote, retirement to do it, they couldn't make it up. They were stuck down there with the camels. And that's when I said to myself, "Uh uh-uh, we're not doing this. We're not waiting until we're old to travel. We're doing it while we're young. And we can run up the sand Mm -hmm. dunes where we can still walk on cobblestone and not break our backs or break our ankles. Because, you know, you do it and even do it in the cheapest way. Like, you don't have to go to, like, the five-star resorts. Go to, like, the hostels. Go to, you you know, the cheaper places. And let me tell you, girl... Airbnb. Airbnb. And you don't have to go to the fancy restaurants. My best meals were made by yes. street food. Yes. The street food is where I live. If you travel with me, you already know. Like we're not going to like a fancy restaurant. Bro, I traveled with yes. you. Yes. Do you remember do you remember the ice the ice like the the shaved ice that we had in Puerto Rico together? <laughs> I still dream about that. That was delicious and it was not no. expensive. And it made me so yeah. happy because I was having it with yeah. you. Uh, but we'll talk about PR in a little bit. 
but you're so right, Adriana. Like there is so like why wait till we six or we're sixty five to to do our dream mm-hmm. trips to to go to places and for me like the other thing that happened was that we were supposed to go to Japan, me yeah. and my husband, and the morning that we we're supposed to fly out, I walk I woke up coughing up blood because I was working so hard, and they found a cyst. Uh, and then they misdiagnosed me with uh, lymphoma, oh which was scary because I thought I had cancer and I was about to go into chemo. But my best friend's like, no, go to Colombia, get a second opinion, go to Miami, get a third opinion. Don't just go into chemo right away. Like they could be yeah. wrong. And thank God I did that because they were wrong. <laughs> and a lot of that I stress know. was because I had this title that I thought I was supposed to have. But you know what? It wasn't my dream. It was my parents' dream for me. It's what they yeah. wanted for me. And at the end of the day, it's just not what I wanted. I didn't want to work in one of the biggest corporations in the world, be an art director. And when you get laid off, your whole world changes. Oh my like my parents were embarrassed of me. Oh so embarrassed. And they just were like, don't tell anybody. If you have been laid off or you are late or currently laid off, please yes. tell people. Please share. Yes. Because people want to help you. People want to find, like, get your resume and and send it off to as many people as possible. At least that's what I do whenever I see that someone that I know has been laid off. At least I I share their LinkedIn with anybody that I think might be able to hire them. And I think that's the thing. Like, we can't live somebody else's life. We got to stop with what society expects of Mm -hmm. us. I deferred buying a house because me and my husband want to travel. Me and my husband want to invest in our retirement accounts, make them fat as, as much, as much money as we could pour into them as possible because we don't want to work forever. Like we don't want to work until we're 65. We both have like health conditions. We both, you know, struggle a lot with, with things and people just don't understand. Like if you have health conditions, having a child is not easy and it might not even be right. possible for some people. And so I think the what I'm learning from you, Adriana, is just do it. Just go on the trip. Book the solo trip. Go to go to Morocco. Yes. <laughs> Climb that do dude it. if you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that I've gone to Europe for our honeymoon. We went to Europe for a month and I actually um, <laughs> remember – sending my resignation letter as I was boarding a plane to go to Paris because I was in a really toxic like beauty company that yeah so like focus on y'all first like figure out a plan of action if you need plans of actions before moving into something but always take take breaks in between jobs always take time off for yourself always spend time with you know your family whenever you can because they're not promised like today they could be here tomorrow Mm -hmm. they could be gone so okay let's get into adriana talks the nero because i feel like it's a hidden gem that more people need to know about especially because every time i see your investments and like where you're at i'm like shit i need to i need to catch up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I'm like I'm like oh I need to go back to my mom and figure out where what I could do, but um I want to talk to you, I want to talk about demystifying investing for Latinas that have not started, especially entrepreneurs that don't think that they they can afford to invest because they put all their money back into their business. 
what is the importance of starting early? Why is it important to open a brokerage account today for you? It's the compound interest. So what? compound what interest. So okay. when you put money in account in an, an investment account and you start investing that money, that money is going to grow in a sense just because that's how the market works. But also you will get money in dividends. So what a dividend is, is when a company is doing really good, they're going to give you a share of it that they're going to deposit into your account. If that's a Roth IRA, if that's a brokerage account, if it's a spousal IRA, they're going to give that money back to you. They're like, yay, you know, we did really good this quarter. You know, because you believed in us, here you go. So they're going to go ahead and deposit that. It is your responsibility to either... To invest in how you want. You don't have, let's say, like Home Depot is one of those companies that gives you dividends pretty often. So let's say you have Home Depot stock and they go ahead and give you a dividend. You don't have to put it back into Home Depot. Let's say that you found out that um, waste management, which is another one that gets good dividends, gives really good dividends. And you're like, I'm going to try my share in uh, waste management. So I'm going to go ahead and put it in there. Now, some people think they're going to give you like hundreds of dollars. No, sometimes it's three bucks. Sometimes it's five. Sometimes it's 10. It doesn't sound like a lot, but let me tell you, you're not going to get that money from a savings account at a Chase Bank or BMO Harris or anything like that. So you go ahead. I guess what? Guess what? They are actually investing your money. Yeah. They're actually investing your yep. money and then they're loaning it out to people and charging people 24% or 12% APR mm -hmm. for that money. So that's your money that they're investing. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Quick side note though. You learned Get back you to learned the combo. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning from you. Um, so essentially, you know, that money's going to grow. And the earlier you start, the more money you make, right? So that money's going to keep on growing. So whatever money that you put in there, essentially, whatever you're making from that, you're growing interest of not only the money that you put in, but also the money that you're earning. So it keeps on like it's mm. it's a snowball. So you start with this little baby snowball and it keeps on going and going into like those really big, huge like snowballs you see like in cartoon like Tom and Jerry or something. Yes. So, you know, start early. Like, do your research on companies. You know, if you don't even want to do the research, do um, an index fund ETF. And what I always tell people is, I don't care if you even start with just $5. Si tienes un cinco, hágalo. Because you can do yeah. fractional shares, which means that you just buy a piece of one share. So you don't have to buy the mm. entire stock or the entire ETF. You can just purchase a little bit of it. And I would much rather have you put those $5 every so often if you want to start that way towards investing rather than putting in a savings account at a big bank because you're not going to get jack crap on it. I can say another word um, on it because yeah. – like you said, they're going to use that money to go make money somewhere else. So it's mm -hmm. really important that, you know, we invest for our future selves because let me tell you, I'm 32. I have no faith I'm going to get Social Security by the time I'm 65. No, man, it's all it's over. Yeah. <laughs> like our parents are going to drain <laughs> that account. Yeah, those boomers are going to take it all and then they'll be like, oh, well, like you're on your own. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> oh, and there's global warming too. Yeah. No, but it's I I don't want to blame I don't want to blame the boomers. I want to be socially responsible for my future. I want everybody to take hold of your future. If you have not opened a brokerage account and are you're ready listening to this podcast. I mean, the first episode we talked about opening a brokerage account with Linda. So, please, Adriana and I are imploring you, please open a brokerage account. And you can do it at, you know, either a Vanguard, mm-hmm. Fidelity, or Charles mm-hmm. Schwab. Any of those three yeah. are great. And like I said, you could just automatic if anything, you could even automatically take $50 yep. out of your, you know, your account out of your, you know, out of your check and invest it automatically so you don't even see it in your bank That's account I do it. so that money is, is 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 stuff that basically fifty dollars you know goes into the uh an account and you could do this with index mm-hmm. funds you could do automatic investing um i'm currently at charles Schwab, and so i've been doing a lot of workshops like going into charles Schwab to do workshops with my hubby and then we've been taking courses online as well Charles Schwab has some really great courses online. Um, and then there's another website called Charles Schwab Moneywise where you could, you know, look and like watch videos and, and learn about this because it sounds intimidating, but the best thing to do is start with a basic, boring portfolio. Yes. Like I have index funds. Me I'm not too. the person that is gonna is gonna go in and check it oh. every day. You check it once a quarter. And if you have to readjust, then you readjust. But I'm really trying to invest in like the total stock market and 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 also international like index funds. And you could research this. Uh, please do your yes. own research. Also, this is not financial no. advice, but it's just us talking about our journeys as we are just like really getting. I mean, I feel like I'm just getting started. So I just want everybody to know if I could do it. If this girl from the hood from Carroll City Elementary that used to go to Carroll City Elementary could do it, you could do it too. And it sounds scary, like I said, but you know what's even scarier? When you turn 65 and you don't have any money in your accounts and you don't even know what to do, like, and there's nothing there to kind of support your retirement because we want you to retire and we want you to live your best life. And it's so, it's the hardest part is getting started once you set up that automatic system of just like withdrawing just even 50 or if you want to bump it up to whatever money you feel comfortable that sounds good also do not watch the news whenever there is like ups and downs in the market you keep it in as long as possible because that's how it grows do not take it out if you start trading like every day like day traders just lose money y'all like they don't nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow nobody could assure you nobody could be like a hundred percent this index fund is is gonna you know you know kill it but if you leave it in there for longer periods of time it's easier for it to grow and compound and for the dividends to come through Mm -hmm. every quarter like adriana was talking about so i wanted to say we met physically at in Puerto Rico at the Our Money, Our Power Summit hosted by my mentor, Janice. And I'm super so excited that we sat on yes. the beach in Puerto Rico and we were just like, like we both, we just were watching a sunset and then we had like the best, literally, I felt like the best week, like just hanging out with you all week. We're in Puerto Rico. We went like to 
to see like el, el Casilla de San Marco. And we did like so many things. Like we went to La Placita. Um, y'all lured me I, while I was already in my in my room ready to go to sleep. How can you go? Y'all yeah, texted me we're like, "Come on, Lucia, we're at La Placita. Time to party." I was like, "Girl, <laughs> my back, my backers." Um, but no, I literally had the best time with you in Puerto Rico. We had so much fun. We ate really good food. But the most important part is that we went to a summit to learn more about, you know, our financial journeys. So tell me a little bit about how that that was for you, like going to this summit and like even just planning for it. And what what was what was the biggest takeaway for you? So when I found out that Janice was doing it, I'm like, I am on board. I have been listening to her, you know, since the very beginning. Right. I probably. Shout out to Yo Quiero Dinero yes. podcast. <laughs> um, so I I was like, I'm going. I'm If no one wants to go with me, F that. I'm going by myself. I've gone places by myself. I'm cool with that. So, you know, just preparing for the whole thing. I kid you not, I was so nervous because that imposter syndrome hits. And I remember telling yeah. my boyfriend, I'm like, I'm like, am I like good enough to be here? Like, I literally. Yes, yes you are. I am. That's what I definitely learned walking away from that. But, you know, it's like, what am I going to wear? Like, what am I going to take with Mm -hmm. me? And what am I going to do? And, you know, who are the girls that are going to be there? And trying to get an idea on who's going to be there with all of the people that I follow and whatnot. Um, And it was just a beautiful time from, like, that first, like, cocktail hour party and I danced all night there and I said to myself, I made a promise to myself, which I have it on my vision board in my like closet slash office. It says like in large letters, live an authentic life. And I said, I am going to be like authentically me and I am just going to have like the best time ever. So like I danced with like Charlie and the rest of the girls all night. I think we all toured with Charlie. Yeah, Yeah. no, like. (laughs) Charlie is like our veteran dancer <laughs> from here on out. Unicorn. Yeah. Seriously, Charlie the Unicorn. I honestly feel so blessed that I was able to meet you in person. I have been following you for a while because I tend to follow people that have ordered like prints for me or that message me or tag me on stuff. Um, and then when we sat on the beach, you're like, oh, you know, I bought something for me. I'm like, I know. I follow you. <laughs> she realized. You're like, okay, no, <laughs> not at all. I felt like the creeper because I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I swear I bought something. And it was my sister-in-law's graduation from her master's. And Thank you. Of I appreciate course, that. And she's Colombian as well. So I'm like, I need something that represents her because everything around here in the Chicagoland area is like Mexican or Puerto Rican. I'm like, I can't find anything Colombian. And yeah. that was like the perfect thing. And I gave it to her and she's like, oh my God. She's like, I don't know if I should hang it in my office at home or my office at work. So she was super excited about it. So she thanks you for your beautiful work. But, you know, of Thank course. But, um, but yeah, just being in the room full of like you know what we call in in mexico a bunch of chingonas right a bunch of badasses all chingonas chingonas.com seriously like the the energy in the room like i can't even explain it now i you know i've been very blessed that here in chicago i have like my little pockets of you know empowered latinas like chingonas too and but that was just another level of it 
It really was. And just all of us coming together from all around the world and, you know, coming together for like this one mission, this one vision to really learn from like these wonderful women who have been in the game for so long and they were able to share all of their nuggets of knowledge and they were able to be um, vulnerable and like yeah. really be like authentic. Like, you know, I, I remember like when we went to the pool and we ran into like, you know, the majority of the girls and like, I'm just like, Oh my God, of course they're like you and me. Right. But you see them like on such a different level because they were so successful yeah. in their own ways. Um, or even like when I, I did the mastermind portion and I just like sat down in a row and there's the rest of the girls, you know, that were the speakers. I'm like, okay, like, here we go. <laughs> like, and you belong yeah. there. You belong right there, right yeah. next to them. So it, it was really humbling. It was really eye-opening. And just to be somewhere, because I'm usually the one in, like, my groups that, like, always brings up money, that always brings up, like, investing yeah. and always brings up, like, investing in yourself. And essentially, that's what that was. And I told myself, for 2023, I am investing in myself and I am investing in my business. And that was essentially that that I am investing in myself and my business and my goodness, the doors that have opened ever since that, like it's priceless. I cannot wait till 2024 to go again. Oh, I'm going with you. Like we're going to be yes! like, because I, I love you so Same much here. and I just had the best time with you because I never had a friends that talk to talk about money. Like you're my first like money bestie. Like I never really, like, I never really had the confidence or even the lingo down, you know, because I always felt like it's very, that information is very gatekept, yes. uh, especially from Latinas. Yes. And to have, like, you talk about it, our friend Fernanda as well mm -hmm. talk about it. Like, I feel like we have an investor squad, oh you gosh, know, yes. like, <laughs> you know, I honestly, I honestly felt like the friendships I made in that summit are gonna be lifelong friendships like i see us like going around the world i see us going to summits yes. everywhere and then you know investing in ourselves investing in our futures like you know you having the you know 50k goal to invest this year like that like all of those things like that motivates me like every time i i hear you talk about money i just feel better i feel like there's somebody that is like me a first generation latina that's talking about money and that is teaching me something i learned like every time i dm you i learned something new like we were talking about a website that uh you know it shows where you know yes. congress people like what they buy and sell i was like holy shit that's so yeah, smart i was just on that You're today today's my payday so guess what website <laughs> i went on <laughs> yeah i just was like these resources of course are shared in other you know mm -hmm. circles but not really with latinas and i just wanted to kind of like really bring it home and and talk about your resources and your workshops that you have and all the other you know places like we could find information your blog like where how can people come and and like really learn about money from adriana so one of, you know, my greatest joys um, is really the workshop aspect of it. So I have like an investing 101 workshop. 
I have like a budgeting and debt payoff workshop. Um, my popular one is negotiating your pay and knowing your worth in, in a monetary sense. Okay. Because I use all of the things I've learned in HR, which when I first started, let me tell you, I didn't know you can negotiate pay until a gentleman came up to me at my first big girl job and said, hey, it was like January 3rd. He's like, hey, my vacation isn't correct. I negotiated more vacation time. So I'm like, okay, let me go verify. And back then, like everything was like folders. So I went into his personnel file yeah. and I'm like, no shit. I'm like, this guy negotiated more vacation days and he negotiated a crap ton of more pay. You can do that. And I'm like, okay, if this white man can do it, this Latina is going to do it from now on. And I have, I have. Hell so. yeah. Hell yeah. I love <laughs> and here I am teaching. Yeah, love and here it. I am teaching everyone else how to do it too. So I am not gatekeeping here. Girl, okay. That okay, everybody that's listening to Tatiana right now, and if you're working in a corporate job, you need to take this workshop. You need to take this negotiation workshop. It will pay for yes, itself. Yes. Yes. It will pay for itself, like, you know, real quick. And I just go through like how to get your market value. You get like a cheat sheet. You get like an example like that I've used in my own job. You get scripts like on how to write the emails because I say paper trails. Do not do it all like handshake negotiation. No, 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 no. We are signing paperwork. It is a business to business deal if you want to think of it this way. So, you know, that's one. Um, Actually coming the, you know, in the fall, um, I've had a lot of. Latinas reach out to me and say, you know what, we see you as like a successful business entrepreneur. How did you start your LLC? So I've already guinea pigged with a few of my girlfriends, um, my how to start your own business in Illinois. So if you're in Illinois, I will be having workshops on how to start your own LLC. I go through the entire journey of it and you know, things that you will need, like business insurance and how to expense things. What can you expense? What can't you expense? Um, you know, all the things in business and also resources here in the state of Illinois. Of course, if you're from another state, you're more than welcome to join. Um, I'm sure it's pretty similar from state to state. The The prices are different, but I really did that because in my money coaching uh, session this summer or no, last summer, um, I had a a client that told me that her husband started a business and that someone charged him $5,000 to start his LLC. Lucia, it's $153 (gasps) and change to do that in Illinois. $153. son Latinos. And I'm like, (sighs) okay, I want to tell you right now. All right. This is, this is me being vulnerable. Y'all. I did my, my LLC, my first one through legal zoom. Do not do that, please. Do not do legal zoom. Take Adriana's workshop. You're gonna save yourself money. You're gonna do learn how to do it yourself, and you don't you don't need to pay six hundred dollars or five thousand dollars no. to do this. You could start it a lot more affordably and probably do it right the first time if you have the guidance of Adriana. So if you're not gonna if if you if you're starting a business, even if it's not in the state of Illinois. I say you need to take this workshop because I think it's super important, especially to get your ducks in a row, y'all. Like, if you want to grow, if you want to, you know, expand, if you want, 
you know your money to you know to to make six figures and all of these like things you need to protect yes. your assets you need to protect your yes. business you need to have a business insurance mm-hmm. you need to have liability insurance like there's so many things that could go wrong like you know god forbid you get into a car accident and you're the you're the business owner you're the mm-hmm. person making the money you need to be able to be able to pay yeah. bills you know if anything happens and then on top of that don't get don't get ripped off by legal zoom like go like literally take this take this course because to me this course of this workshop with adriana is gonna save you so much money and then you in turn literally could could you know have a business have it set up right and then have the confidence for it to grow because when you half ask things it shows you know so thank you so much adriana for for covering i wish i would have known you um two years ago if i were if i were to take it in this workshop three years ago it would have saved me a lot of headaches yeah no someone just told me that like she wanted to cry um because I've been doing it one-on-one just to test it out. Yeah. And she wanted to cry. And I'm like, what's wrong? Why are you going to cry? And she's like, why did I wait so long to contact you? And I'm like, I can't answer yeah. that. But, you know, forgive yourself, you know, for yesterday. And let's move forward for tomorrow. So, I you love know, that. I, I don't, I'm not here to shame. If you unfortunately got into the situation like my client, like her husband that paid $5,000, Let's just learn the lesson and move on. That's it. And you know, yeah, let's learn. And the, please do not refer anyone. Let's keep to that going. Individual. Oh no, no, yeah. I I recently changed CPA uh, to a Latina CPA because you know she understands my business structure a lot yeah. better. She understands what I'm doing, why I'm passionate, and that's why we need to hire coaches like Adriana as well to do these things to learn because if you're investing in the latest iphone and the latest and greatest like shoes and cars and stuff like that those aren't assets y'all those are liabilities (laughs) like you need to invest in yourself you need to invest in your business and you need to set yourself up for success you know in order to get to those levels there where people like i know mentors that i have that have reached like six figure million dollar levels like seven figure levels um you need to make sure that you're well protected and and also like if you have somebody to walk you through this it's so much easier like to even get started and and it kind of lifts the overwhelm from from all the things that you have to do so tell me more about anything else like what about your blog i know your blog is a great resource for yes, a lot of things so i anadrianatalkscenero.com i have a blog on there so um, I try to twice a month to go ahead and make a post. Um, if it's like about prenums, if it's about like how to kind of go through like the money traumas as a first generation Latina, just kind of whatever's in my mind that has to do with money, I'll go ahead and write something and throw it up there just as a little bit of inspiration. Um, you can also get free content through my social media platforms. So I'm pretty active, the most active on Instagram. Um, I have a TikTok page and I also have a Facebook page under Adriana Talks Dinero. Um, so you can go ahead and check me out on there. I'm, I do a finance Friday where I always talk about a finance topic and I do a reel. So um, you can go through all of those since we're coming close to the end of the year. I have one for every single week. I haven't missed one. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, and 
we'll continue it in 2024. I've been getting a lot of good feedback off of that. That's awesome. I love your reels. Your reels are the best because I learn every time I, I listen to like your reel, I just I'm like, wow, like I wish I would have <laughs> I wish I would have like honestly had you as like my business mentor when I was getting started. Um, And especially like negotiation and other those other workshops are super important because as a Latina, I didn't I didn't know that I could negotiate. And mm -hmm. so it wasn't until I moved from Miami to Seattle to a corporate job where I had a friend uh, who's who's white. He was amazing. Uh, and he was like, basically, hey, I know you're interviewing for this massive company. Make sure that you ask for more stock. Make sure you ask for double of what you were paid in Miami because they can afford it. I was like, okay, thank you. Like, I literally, if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for an ally like him, I would have never known that you could do that. I never would have known that you can negotiate. I even negotiated a relocation package where they moved me from Miami and they pay for all the expenses to yeah. do so. Great, granted, like I moved back to the East Coast because I'm East Coast girl, but uh, when I was in the West Coast, like I leverage negotiation and if I would have had Adriana's workshop, you best believe that that would have been a six-figure deal, <laughs> you know? So I just wanted to thank you for those resources that you give to our community because you're it's needed. You're needed. Like, everything that you, you have to offer from the other side of the table, especially with HR, like, seeing what you see, even, like, vacation. I didn't even know you can negotiate vacation days. Now I'm going to even run over and tell my yeah. husband, hey, you're, you know, you need to negotiate your vacation I do days. I all the time. I'm like, mm, I need those days to run away somewhere. So I'm going to negotiate vacation time and pay, of course. But, yeah, all the things. Like, even when I got laid off, I negotiated my severance package. Mm. What? <laughs> you can do – excuse me? You can, you can do, do that? that what see th these are the things you learn on this podcast with Eliana and I I'm, I'm feeling like a little dog ashamed no. because I didn't I didn't negotiate mine but you know what I'm happy that I learned that I can today and I'm so happy that all of these beautiful listeners that we have today are listening yes. to this because these are the conversations that aren't talked about like these are the things that you know, you don't really get to talk about until you've experienced them or you or, or it's too late or you passed it. Now you have a new opportunity for your next career move to negotiate your pay, negotiate your salary, negotiate vacation mm -hmm. days. And if, you know, God forbid it ever happens, if you get laid off, negotiate severance your package. severance package. And then I, I really want to also, before we uh, wrap up, touch on the therapy like yes. going to therapy i also went to therapy after i got laid off i needed to go to therapy because i was in the darkest place mm -hmm. of my life and if without it i wouldn't be who i am today and it's super important that we you know don't feel embarrassed about our situation mm -hmm. you have so many people out here especially like you can literally slide in some ideas mm -hmm. hola lucia diaz on instagram and talk to me about what you're going through because at the end of the day like There's so many people out in this community that are going through the same yes. things that are staying yes. silent, calladitas, porque calladitas se ven bonitas. No. no, F that. Like, talk about it. Talk about what you're going through. Talk about the things that 
that are affecting you because you're not going to be able to get help unless we Mm -hmm. know, you know, nobody can read anybody's mind. But with that, like, I just really want to celebrate you, Adriana. You are the most incredible human I've ever met. And I adore you like a cousin. I adore you like a bestie. You're my investor bestie. Like, you literally, you don't understand, like, your content, like, I, I eat it all up. <laughs> I'm, I'm in there hard and all your, your, your posts because I'm just like, I, I want, I want to learn more. Like, I didn't get this information because, not because my parents didn't want to, it's because know. no one ever gave that information no. to them. They didn't no, know. And, you know, they're out here so learning let's, the best that I, that they could, right? Like, my parents yeah. did the best that they could with, with what they had and. Now it's up to us to, you know, keep on building on that and, you know, not be like a crab in the bucket where we're trying to pull everyone down. No, we're going to, as a community, like, let's raise up together. Like, I'm not here to gatekeep. I will tell you, you know, how I did this. Like, just slide in my DMs and just say, Adriana, like, how did you do this? I'll be like, I will tell you. So, you know, there's no secrets here. I am here to, to elevate anyone and everyone that wants it. Uh, Adriana I love that and that's why we I feel like we have such a similar like mindset and morals like I I share every single grant I apply to I don't care like if somebody else gets it then Mm -hmm. it was for them it was meant Mm -hmm. for them but there's an abundant world out there and we don't need to gatekeep we don't need to like fight with each other like I ain't competing with anybody but myself and that's it that's what I'm competing with and so with that like I really want to just celebrate you and just thank you for being there being my friend being my investor buddy like you're my investor bff like girl like every time you make oh we we do investor buddies (laughs) like i need i you know what i'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna have we're gonna have to split the royalties on that because that that was that was an idea on, on the podcast but um seriously you're a fucking badass you're such a chingona you're such a beautiful human being and Getting to know you in Puerto Rico was so beautiful because, you know, we all have different journeys, but even just being on this podcast, learning even more in depth and what I learned in Puerto Rico too, understanding that we have such similar journeys and and we've gone through a lot of like the same type of like things. And I just want to say, I'm so freaking proud of you because you're 32 you're, you're you're investing and you're you're giving back and you're you're teaching your parents yeah. too like you know when you're talk when you're talking about like your invest like you you posted the other day like oh hey there's a you know a condo here in illinois yeah. for i think it was like forty thousand or something like that i was trying like to buy it and then the family realtor because my dad's in in real estate so i showed my puppy i'm yeah. like here puppy i'm like you know let's see you know what the deal is and yeah. kind of make a competition who can get it between me and him and, and he's like, well, the realtor said that you have to live in it. Like, that's the the contingency on it. I'm like, well, damn it. And I'm like, you oh, know okay. what? Let me share it because you cannot find a damn condo for $46,000 anywhere. So this Nowhere. is like an hour and a half from Chicago. And I shared it and I'm like, hopefully it works out for somebody. It's not for me. So, you know, let the abundance yeah. and the blessings go somewhere else. And then when it is my time, it will come back. 
pero eso no fue mío. 100%. So, yeah, like I'm always here. Like if something doesn't work out for me, just like how you said with the grants, you know, I will post things, I will send things and all of that stuff. Um, in my newsletters, I put up like scholarships as well. So you can sign up for my newsletter on What? my website. And I do put, um, if you're a student, go sign up sign up for all of the scholarships that you can i wish i did i didn't um and yeah. that will help your your student loan debt but yeah it's it's all about sharing those resources sharing you know all mm -hmm. the things and no gatekeeping at the end of the day and just really feeding back in the community because i want to see all of us win we can all win we don't need to be fighting for the bird of crumbs oh. like there's a go there's a whole there's a whole cake yeah I, i think we all like everybody knows that i say that all the time like there's a whole cake out there that we can all eat together mm -hmm. instead of us fighting for the little breadcrumbs and at the end of the day like you you could you could uplift other yeah. people or you could bring other people down and i just uplift because i want to be the person that I wish I had, you know, when I first started my career journey, uh, when I first started my entrepreneur journey and, you know, teaching people how to negotiate or teaching people how to, you know, be better with their money, like is a skill. And I adore you so much, Adriana. And I really want you to shout out your website one more time and your Instagram handle. So we know where to yes, follow you. So my website is adrianatoxinero.com. That's where you can go and get all the information on what I do, um, read the blog, sign up for the newsletter. And then I am on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook under Adriana Tox Dinero. So go hit that follow button. Thank you so much, Adriana. And for me, you could go to fearlessyaya.com to look at the grants, sign up for the newsletter to get grants every month curated by me for latinas and latinos um sent straight to your inbox and then also make sure to follow me on instagram uh, that's where i hang out mostly or linkedin at hola lucia diaz and just know that tu eres capaz. Yes. if we could get started on our financial journey you I can see. too even when things seem you know super grim and, and bleak uh, and there's a lot of debt don't forget to pay yourself yes. first And then, you know, pay off other things as well. Um, and with that, we're finished another beautiful episode. And Adriana, I just love, I love you. you so I want to hug you. I want this is such a beautiful episode, like probably one of my favorites all time. So I just want to say, te adoro. Thank you for yeah, what you do. And thank you for being a chingona. You too, girl. Fellow chingona. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Mil gracias for listening to this episode. Thank you, thank you for your support. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also do me a huge favor. Send this episode to your amiga, anybody that would enjoy listening to this specific episode. And make sure to also leave a review. That will help us get found by more amazing Latinas como tú. Bueno, recuerde, tú eres capaz. You are able to do anything that you set your mind to. You're a badass. And if you need a reminder, make sure to slide into my DMs. It's Hola Lucia Diaz in all platforms. Ciao.